We slide into the second half on this Friday, April 15th edition of Main Street Sports Today, and we'll be joined by Matt Cruz, who is the Music City Grand Prix. You see how I said that? Grand Prix CEO. I, I bet he drinks his tea with his pinky. I bet he does. Be, being from Lawrenceburg. We meant you. Oh, yes. <laughs> also from Lawrenceburg. Uh, we've got uh, ESPN CFB, FBI, FPI rankings. Football anyway, power index. Yeah. Any, any time to talk uh, football, college football rankings is always fun. And coming up in just a few moments. This day in Braves history, so stay tuned. Back to the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, and the Sun Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. That's right. It is Friday, April 15th. Birth date of one Charles Eugene Yow. Happy birthday, Dad, and thanks for letting us know about our issue earlier. We appreciate it. Mo, He's our quality control He is our quality uh, director. <laughs> he, he really is. And we need a lot of quality control. <laughs> no question there. He, he's uh, going to get executive producer uh, uh, co- uh, rights. Credits at credits. the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start adding Chuck into that. There you go. He deserves it. Oh, Absolutely. man. He, he, he's, he's certainly helped us out a time or two. Yes. Uh, no question. Mm-hmm. Uh, today in Braves history, Mo, it is April 15th. What happened in 1954? Well, on this date in nineteen, 19- you should ask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. I, I just happened to know. <laughs> Been waiting all day for somebody to ask me that. <laughs> what happened on April fifteenth, nineteen fifty-four? Yeah, Hank Aaron um, collected his first major league hit, a two-out double in the bottom of the second inning. Went on to go two for five in the Milwaukee Braves seven-six win over St. Louis. Now, twenty-three years later, April fifteenth, nineteen seventy-seven. Hank Aaron became the first Major League Baseball player to have his number retired by two different teams as the Atlanta Braves honored him in a pregame ceremony in 1977 after the Milwaukee Brewers had done so at the end of the 76 season. Huh. Look at there. I did not know. He was the first Major League player to is that what he, have his number retired uh, by two different teams. Uh, yes. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. He should be the first one. Absolutely. Yeah. Heck yes. Heck yes. Uh, to, <laughs> the Atlanta Braves are out west this weekend. Uh, three more games against the San Diego Padres, and I'm not sure how much excitement there is for it. If the first one was any indication, yeah. yeah. Hopefully the Padres did like the Braves and got all their offense out in that one game and uh, perhaps – Kyle Wright can write the ship. You knew it was coming. I did. I you watched did. you watched it come from I, my mouth. I, act, I absolutely knew it was coming. Yes. Um <laughs> Braves three and five, Padres five and three following last night's twelve one San Diego win to open this four game series and for the Braves this seven game road trip. So yeah, Kyle Wright goes to the bump tonight for an eight forty start, eight forty here in Middle Tennessee, six forty. In St. Louis. San Diego. Oh, I'm sorry. San Diego. Yes, whatever. <laughs> 640. In, also 840 in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. By the way, for those keeping score at home. Um, <laughs> 940 in Atlanta. But exactly. Yeah, right? Yeah. Cal Wright, 1-0. Won his only decision to this point. Um, 0.00 ERA. That's always good. Which sounds a lot like the Braves batting average. But... Um, <laughs> 
Mackenzie Gore will make his major league debut for the Padres tonight. Um, highly touted, a former high school Gatorade National Player of the Year, um, first round draft pick. Sounds like another San Diego Padres pitcher who currently is not with the San Diego Padres, but we won't get into that. Eh, well, let him pitch every day in El Paso yeah, or wherever they are. Every fifth day. Yeah. Yeah, not every day. <laughs> I mean, not yeah. every day. No. Maybe you'll fall in love with the Mexican girl. In the West Texas town of El yes. Paso? Um, Let's hope not because we know how that story ends. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, it's it, a Friday dinger kind of day. It really yeah. is. Yesterday was just an absolute, I, I can't say what it was, mm. but it was it was not good. We get the idea. Uh, and the, it just seemed like, again, again. I think I saw a better game last night than the Braves played last oh, night. Oh, there's no question. Uh, it, it, but everything, again, that could go wrong did go wrong. Charlie Morton threw 30 pitches in the first inning. He was walking around the mound, didn't really look comfortable at all. Mm. Uh, Braves get nuke up in the first inning in the bullpen to, to kind of stretch out to see if they could, you know, if they needed to go get uh, Morton off the bump. I mean, it was just, it was weird. And then Rosario uh, absolutely looked lost in right field. I mean, seriously, just routine fly ball just didn't never saw it. Well, now I will say this. I was listening. I listened to some of the game, the tail end of it, I guess, cause I'm a glutton for punishment, but, um, Ben Ingram and Joe Simpson made a comment about how bright Petco Park is at night. Any chance that Rosario lost the ball? Absolutely is what happened. But, I mean, it's it's just weird because, again, everything that could go wrong. Yeah. It's not like the Padres weren't losing balls in the lights to right field. Park. Well, I understand that. I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's – it just seems like every single thing that can go against the Braves is going to go against the Braves. Yeah. Now, again, as as Jeff Hems so eloquently told us, five percent, five percent of their games to this point. So they've won three of them. Last year they were miraculously four, enough. Last year they were four and four at this point, three and five this year. I mean, look. I, it's, you just got to temper it. I mean, it, it's 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 not it, been good baseball to this point. It has but not. it's not like they're going to go forty and one twenty or something. <laughs> Let's hope not. Come on, no, Come they're on. they're not. I mean, this pitching staff is too good. This offense is going to get better. I mean, once it's going to get significantly better. I I think it's going to get better even before thirteen gets back. I do too. I, it, it has to. I mean, they're 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 just too good. Yeah. So. I mean. What did it mean for you to? I was just saying oh, when you're finished. Oh, uh, I, I, I was going to ask. We the thought question. maybe you had a point. Well, I, I do have a question for the two of you. Are we zapruitering this thing <laughs> so much because they are the world champs? No. Do you think there's more than normal? We did this last year. This exact same thing. We were griping about everything yeah. last year. Were we not? I we, mean, we were grumpy old men last we were, year. Yeah, yeah. Th- there was. Th- it wouldn't. I, I think, but I. I don't think we're zapruitering it because they are the defending world champions. I do think we may be zapruitering it, and I, I like that phrase. 
because we have high expectations for this right. team. The, the expectation of last year's team was a World Series berth because yeah. they had been to the NL. They were a game away from the NLC or from the World Series the year before, mm-hmm. and we expected them to be World Series contenders. They won a World Series. We once again expect them to be World Series contenders, and right now they don't look like they could beat, you know, the Bad News Bears. Well, and that's just, and that's not necessarily their fault. And it's, you're going to see power power rankings of MLB and that kind of thing. And the Braves aren't going to be in the top ten, and they shouldn't be. And no, they shouldn't be. But based on their performance, they shouldn't be. Based on their team, you can't tell me there are ten teams rosters that are better than the Atlanta Braves. No, there aren't. And, and again. That's why it's a 162-game season, and over time, over that 162, it's going to work gonna... itself out. It just no. is. So, I, I mean, is it fun to get on sports talk shows and gripe? Because, I mean, it's honestly, we have to react to what just happened. It's not fun to do it, but that's what we have to do because we have to react to what is happening on the field. Well, and, and the thing about it is you can't just react to good stuff. Sure. And and I'm not I'm not this is not us going after Brian Snicker like it was last year because we certainly did not that at yet. times. <laughs> but this is just this is a it, watching it as it's happening and going, "Okay, look. This team is better than what we've seen. They've got to find a way to get better." To that. And once they reach that the, the level of not even their potential, because their potential is far higher than their normal play. If they just get back to normality, this team is a top three, top five team. Now, at the same time, you you there are some trends you don't like that are particularly alarming, and one of them is at shortstop. Again, as I've said, he never starts. He never starts fast. I'm just I'm gonna let let his April get through. We can talk about it next month. Well, and the thing about it is, he he's gonna be out there anyway. Well, he's because he's still a better I, glove. Well, it's it's marginally better, but it's better. And I'm not sure it's better enough to be on the field. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> well, it's neither here nor there because that's who Brian Snicker is. Boom. That's who he is. Do you guys buy into the fact at all about the world championship hangover that you see Hang, in other hangover? sports? Dude, we're still drunk. So you do? <laughs> I don't know. We haven't got to the hangover part yet. We're still drinking. You guys mentioned it yesterday, though, about all the festivities opening week at home, wearing the gold and, and just well, clearly Clearly going out along west with did that. not help. <laughs> well, it didn't help yesterday. I mean, it's – But you're we, talking we, about We've got a small a snippet. Right now, I mean, you're talking about playing a an eleven o'clock game, getting on a plane, going out west. There's a little bit of three hour time change. There's a three hour time change. You played a game at what's basically four o'clock your time, or what was five? I guess it was seven o'clock our time, eight o'clock their time, right? Yes. So they played a night game, but still, you've got to deal with going out west. All the things that you have to do to travel. It's just it's a whole mess of things like. Maybe they had a chance to settle down, get into a little bit of a routine, get to the ballpark today, figure it out. Let's hope anyway. Kyle Wright, stopper. When did you think you'd say that? 
And I'll tell you, over the last couple of years, he's been he's been the guy who's who's come up in every clutch situation that you needed him to come up in. He's certainly shown he can. <sighs> See if he does it tonight. Against the MLB debut of Mackenzie Gore. So again, that game is at 840 tonight on Bally Sports South or Bally Sports Southeast or Bally Sports something, just Bally 646 Sports. on <laughs> Yep. <laughs> on DirecTV. That's all I know. When we come back, we've got Lawrenceburg native and Music City Grand Prix CEO, Matt Cruz. <laughs> the so bird. Stick around on Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and a Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Wall. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, Ari Dickey. Ari, did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was nice. Has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham, Ryan McGee. <laughs> 
Wham. <laughs> other guy Wham married the best looking girl banana rama. So other guy Wham had pretty good life. From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media social platforms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant here with you on this Friday edition. It's, uh, it's after 3 o'clock on Good Friday. Have a good Friday. It's not. It's kind of like Happy Memorial Day, right? I don't know. You can't really have a happy Good Friday or a happy... I mean, it's, it's yeah, kind of weird to celebrate, like... I mean, I guess it's... I don't know that you celebrate so much as observe. Observe, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's a good way to I put don't it. know. I, I mean, I guess I guess celebrating Good Friday is is okay because, I mean, technically this is the, the part you celebrate is that you know, today was the day that you were forgiven. So I guess technically you could celebrate. I don't, I don't know. As a, someone who went to a private Christian school for... 13 years, you'd think I would have figured it you, out. You, <laughs> but, yeah. But, you know, I, I never really got that, that far into it <laughs> until right now on the air. <laughs> so here we are. Our process had never gone that far, huh? No, no, we had not. So let's... Uh, <laughs> let's we, just... we love seeing that evolve right on the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seeing how the sausage is made there, you know, <laughs> so to speak. Why don't we tap the brakes? Mmm, mmm. Okay, okay. I can't help okay. it. I can't help it. And we'll we'll uh, we'll just move on to Oh, you got to some folks who got to roll going, with it. To, to to one guy who is not going to be tapping the brakes because they want to drive fast. Who wants to go fast? Well, Matt Cruz does. I can tell you that. The CEO of Music City Grand Prix. <laughs> Matt, what's going on, man? really bring the mood down guys <laughs> <laughs> i just i i tell you what goes fast right now is tickets to the big machine music city grand prix so which is a great was a great great problem to have so uh so our uh, the, the the fans in middle tennessee and in america have determined this is the race they want to be at so that's uh that is such a just compliment to nashville it's just everybody wants to be here i mean and so it's uh we're, we're fortunate to be part of this wave of of, of all things Nashville, and we are excited to be back in 2022 and beyond. Just went on sale this week, right, Matt? They did, yeah. Uh, tickets went on sale to the general public on Wednesday, and, you know, they've been as expected. I mean, tickets, ticket sales are, are, are brisk, and we, uh, you know, it's a great event, and, and it's, it's, it's obviously much more than a race. It's a, it's a three-day festival of all things Nashville, from music to food to – just Nashville hospitality, and that's you know, that's kind of what we, you know, it's been it's been great as a Nashvilleian to see this city grow and to see on a national international level how, you know, you used to kind of be ashamed to ask where you're from, and now it's now you almost don't want to say where you're from because they're going to ask you 50 questions because they're coming there in two weeks or their cousins are wanting to move. So there. true. <laughs> it's cool. It's, it's so cool to see. I mean, it's just. Uh, hey, real quick, let me back up. I want, I want to thank one of your sponsors. I just heard the commercial. Uh, but going back about 45 years ago, I spent about six months in Columbia hospital, but middle Tennessee bone and joint and Dr. Moore was my doctor that rebuilt my crushed leg 40 years ago. So I, when I heard that commercial, I was like, that's awesome. Wait a minute. We, we got to talk about this. Your crushed leg. <laughs> no, no, no. 
brother broke my leg in the second grade. And uh, so, you know, growing up in Lawrenceburg, the closest big hospital was Columbia. And that's where I, uh, I spent a fair amount of time in traction in the second grade. Hmm. So Middle Tennessee Bone and Joint and Dr. Moore were the ones that uh, responsible for fixing that years and years ago. Matt, do you want to name names on your brother here on the radio? Trap. Oh, yeah. T-R-A-B, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> JP's not going to let him Sorry, get out of that. I can tell you. Sorry, getting off track. No, well, no, 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 no. You're yeah, thank, thank you. no, no. Thanks, guys, for having us on. Seriously, it's been a, it's been a great week. It's, uh, you know, so funny. We, if we had had this conversation last year, you know, I worked on the Grand Prix for six or seven years, and, and honestly, it wasn't real till the first car went over the bridge, uh, and now it's real, and it's so, it's so fun to, you know. I, I I appreciate more and more on a daily basis of what happened last year and look so much forward to this year because it's real now. And it's and people, you, know, you don't have to spend an hour explaining what's going to happen. Now it's like, Hey, I saw it on TV. I was, you know, I, you know, I missed out last year. So it's, it's so much fun to, to kind of take and refine. And now, and now we're in the refined role. We want to be perfect. I mean, Nashville and, 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 and the powers that be here give us such an incredible platform. Or I say canvas to paint a masterpiece, and now we want to make sure that we we take all that and, and truly create. I mean, the biggest event in in, in IndyCar and motorsports. Hopefully, I mean, uh, I mean, not bragging, but you 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 look at what the different races uh, in some of the racing series have changed their their model of doing business this year. I mean, I think a lot of them are copying what we did. I mean, a lot more music in a lot of these races. Uh, a couple of weeks after our race, you know, Detroit announced they're moving their IndyCar race from a from a fixed facility to a downtown location, and I think we've raised the bar for for you know from for some forms of motorsports, and we're we're proud, and we're going to keep we're going to keep raising that bar. If people think they're going to catch us, they better they better wake up earlier in the morning. Uh, we, we talked with, about the Las Vegas thing, you know. That again, it's just it incredible. it it is truly amazing how you guys have really change the game for IndyCar. Yeah, and, and Formula One is, I mean, I think it's such a its such a rising tide lifting all ships. I mean, Formula One has become so popular in America that, that IndyCar is riding the wave of that. NASCAR is riding the wave of that. And, I mean, you look at some of these traditional NASCAR tracks that, you know, have had so many empty seats for the last several years. I mean, they're full. It's great to turn on the TV and see Atlanta full again. Uh, it's going to be so cool to watch Bristol tomorrow night that, you know, Bristol is such Sunday an iconic night. venue that it, it, it's going to be full. It'll be full tomorrow. It's so good for it's so good for sports. Uh, it's so good for motorsports, but just sports in general. So it's a and and I'm sure there's a lot of factors that that are driving that. But you know, motorsports is healthy right now, and we're we're excited to be be a part of that. Speaking with former Middle Tennessee State place kicker Matt Cruz. <laughs> yeah. The um. C C O O is that right of the Music City uh, Grand Prix? CEO. CEO. Okay, got to get my letters right. The CEO of the Music City Grand Prix, which will be running its no, second the, event. I'm sorry, the Big Machine Music City Grand big Prix. Machine. Is that what you were getting ready to tell the, me, Matt? The the difference in the CEO and the COO. The CEO does a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> he, he keeps a lot longer hours than I do, and the the the, the attention to detail to turn, you know, some city streets and a Titans parking lot into, you know, a, a, a festival, a, a motorsports facility. And, you know, in a matter of hours, it's going to host a hundred plus thousand people is incredible. 
Uh, that just doesn't happen overnight. And the level of detail, I was, I was seriously, I was over, I was, I was on the ops team yesterday, just looking at a site map, and and you can imagine the 16 or 18 or 19 acre property that the event takes place on. They were trying to find four square feet to place something. I was like, it, they're incredibly detailed people. So I mean, <laughs> the event will take place August 5th through 7th, um, first weekend in August. Tickets are on sale and can be found at Nashville.com. Um, uh, musiccitygp.com. No, com. So there you go. Correct. Get, get your tickets. Yep. Matt, at, you know, obviously the, the first time was the first time. What specifically do you know will be different this time around? Uh, it's, it's a great question. I mean, again, last year, again, we went in, we went really blindfolded. Uh, and now we know, you know, we know what we, we don't know. I mean, our, our emphasis will always be on the fan experience so that it, that's, you know, how quickly you get through the gates, how quickly I can go buy food and beverage, how quickly I can find a restroom and my sight lines and all the different things that adds to the fan experience. So we really, you know, look at the data, look where, you know, gates people entered, look where, you know, look at their buying habits. So we want to make sure that that's perfect. Uh, from a track point of view, we put out some of the modifications today. Uh, it will change the restart line, uh, which which a couple of the support series last year had a different restart line than where IndyCar did. Uh, so some of the issues that they were having last year was the restart line was in a different spot. That was a, the cars were kind of jamming up a little bit. So that'll be different this year. So I hope we will we will fix that problem. Uh, and then and then you know we'll, we're, we're changing some corners. I say changing adding, you know, three or four feet of radius to, to, to change. We're, we're narrowing a couple of corners. Uh, we have some driver feedback that, you know, a couple of corners or one specific corner is probably too wide. Uh, so we're taking that on to, to, to account to really to fix a few of those, of those issues. And then, uh, you know, we're still a street, we're still a city street. We're, we're a very vibrant downtown that's always undergoing construction right now. So staying ahead of the bumps. And, you know, we're on a bridge, we're a bridge, a bridge that moves. So always staying on top of, of, of trying to make sure we mitigate, you know, as much of just the bumps and the, the, the smooth surface. But, you know, at the end of the day, these are the, you know, 30, 30 best drivers in the world. And uh, we want to, we want to create a racing surface for them that allows them to put on a great show. Uh, but at our core, we want to create an experience for our fans uh, this second to none, because they're the ones that are paying the tickets to be here. They're, you know, it's it's not cheap to travel nowadays, and we you know, we, we understand that, and we want to earn we want to earn their dollars, and and then Nashville will show them a great time. Uh, our music, I think, will be bigger this year. I mean, we we had an incredible music lineup last year. I mean, and it, it came together kind of over probably the last ninety days. Uh, we're not quite to the point where we're going to announce our music yet, but I can assure you, people will be blown away when you start hearing some of the some of the iconic music brands that will be tied to this year's race. Uh, and then we're adding some other stuff. I mean, we're we're unique into other any other race facility. I would argue in the world that we race over a river, so we would be remiss if we didn't use that river. So we're adding the the top uh, watercross races to pro watercross. We'll be racing on the river throughout race weekend as well. So there'll be pro watercross racing on Friday and Saturday uh, on the Cumberland River. Uh, so that'll be a really really cool part of of, of Grand Prix weekend. 
It's all going to be a lot of fun. Again, August 5th through the 7th, and tickets are on sale, musiccitygp.com. We are speaking with Matt Cruz, the CEO of the Music City Grand Prix. Matt, thank you uh, for taking some time with us. We were looking forward to it as we, we were last year. And again, like you said, motorsports is strong, and it, it's only getting better, especially here in Nashville. So thank you for everything you've done to get this event going and making it happen. We are Super excited about it, and uh, we appreciate you taking some time with us. Thanks. You guys have a great day. All right. That is the Lawrenceburg native, Matt Cruz, here on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about a little trash can juice. Always fun. Got to love some trash can juice. College football. Football power rankings from ESPN. Or, I'm sorry, football power index, FBI. The top 25 has one team that leaves me scratching my head and does not include a team that I guess could leaves be you scratching your head. I guess it could be iffy, but certainly more if uh, less iffy than the team that's in it. So we'll tell you who those team two teams are when we come back. Stick around. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Sumner County Sports Minute with Zach Womble. You can follow us on Twitter at Main Street Preps. You can follow me on Twitter at Zach Womble MSP. So what do we have going on in Sumner County this week? Well, let me tell you and fill you in. We, of course, got Hendersonville versus Beach Baseball this week, Station Camp versus Beach Softball, and huge District 10 for a clash. We've got Hendersonville versus Beach Brentwood Soccer, and Station Camp versus Gallatin Baseball. And hopefully this week, depending on the results for Hendersonville Baseball, I will have you a nice feature story on Hendersonville skipper Mike Hendricks in recording career win number 650. So stay tuned to MainStreetPreps.com. Follow me on Twitter at Zach Womble MSP. And of course, the Sumner County Sports Podcast at Sumner Sports Pod. I'm Blake Keller with Main Street Preps, and this is your Robertson County Roundup. Be sure to pick up a copy of the Robertson County Connection or stay tuned to MainStreetPreps.com for any and all coverage of Robertson County sports. Another Greenbrier football standout is headed to Rocky Top. Three-star junior defensive lineman Nathan Robinson announced his commitment to Tennessee on Monday, April 11th. He chose the Volunteers over Ole Miss and Kentucky, which were among his top three finalists. The 24-7 sports composite ranks Robinson as the number 15 prospect in the state and a top 40 defensive lineman nationwide. Other stories to watch out for in the weeks to come, Greenbrier soccer facing off against White House Heritage in a big district matchup, and Mackenzie Gears adjusted role at Rhodes College after an impressive volleyball career. For any and all coverage of Robertson County sports, stay tuned to MainStreetPreps.com or follow me on Twitter at sports underscore BK. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant, glad to have you guys with us here on this Good Friday edition. And as you may have heard earlier, we will not have a live show on Monday because J.P. will be otherwise, otherwise involved. Yes, otherwise involved. So, <laughs> And we can't do this show without it. 
I mean, it's hard enough to do it with him. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Imagine. Can't live with him. Can't live without him. Right? I mean, what are you yeah. gonna do? Yeah. There you go. Oh man. I've strived my whole life to get to that point. <laughs> can't live you, with. Can't live without. You have reached it. Can't live here with him. anyway. Can't live with him. Can't kill him. Yep. <laughs> That's. Very good. Oh man. Heard that at home a couple of times. I bet. <laughs> Let's talk about some college football because a couple of things. One, first of all, the, the college football FPI rankings were released by ESPN. And the Southeastern Conference in the top 25 has nine of the 14 teams. Nine. Nine of their 14 members are in the tw- Top 25 teams of the Football Power Index. Nine. Nine times. They're in the top 25. That's right. Alabama sits at number mm-hmm. one. Georgia at number three. Auburn with a new With, with, a with new no quarter, quarterback. With, with no quarterback. Not a new quarterback. No quarterback. Mm-hmm. We don't know who the quarterback is. Hey, you've got an idea who the quarterback's going to be. Maybe. But. And, and and yet they're still number ten. <laughs> I mean, LSU with no quarterback. No quarterback. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. I, I mean, Calzada. Well, if, well, for if, everybody that tells you that it's a quarterback-driven sport, the fact that you don't have one and you're still in the top ten. Again, Texas A&M at fourteen with no quarterback. No quarterback. <laughs> this is this is amazing. Imagine how good they're going to be with a quarterback. When they get one. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss. I'm not going to say no quarterback because they have Lane Kiffin, and he's the quarterback whisperer. So, I mean. Doesn't matter, huh? uh, Their third-string quarterback is going to be playing with a QR code on his back this weekend in Orlando, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, Number 20, Kentucky. <clears throat> who does have at a quarterback. Least a quarterback. <laughs> at least they've got a quarterback. It, well, it's funny. The, the teams that have quarterbacks are ranked lower than the ones that don't. How's that work? Go figure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mississippi State at 24. And the, the, the head scratcher of all head scratchers. Talk about a team that doesn't have a quarterback. They don't have anything. They don't have a quarterback. They got a new coach. And, and I mean, half their team left. The Florida Gators. And they weren't very good. And they last weren't good year. last year. They were not good. Now, now let me ask you because you pay a lot more attention to this than I do. The College Football Power Index is this. This is some sort of a computerized compilation. Is that right? I mean, this. This, this is all computer-driven? This is, in fact, computer-driven, and it's mo- mainly driven by last year's results. Okay. And yet Florida's 25. And yet Florida's 25. I, you, your guess is as good as mine on this one. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense uh, at all, to be honest with you. Tennessee sits at 28th. Just ahead of Arkansas. Just ahead of Arkansas. Now, so, so you said nine in the top 25. You got 11 SEC teams in the top 30. 30. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive. I mean, truly. 
Uh, JP, if you're wondering, Vanderbilt 103. Thank you. Yes. Thought you might thought you might be curious. <laughs> Who are the other two that aren't in there? Uh, the other two: South Carolina, Missouri, and South Carolina. There we go. They're two Columbia schools. They're somewhere in the 50 to 80 range. Um, higher it, than 103. Higher than 103. They are in saying, fact. Yes. <laughs> yes. But seriously, Tennessee. Missouri 55. Okay. And that's all right. Vandy does better when uh, when they don't get respect. Well, I MTSU eighty four, but they're not in the SEC. Um, where is MTSU South Carolina? eighty four? Okay, okay. I, 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 I'm I'm here for this. Um, who are we looking for? South Carolina. South Carolina. Oh, they're they are forty fifth. Wow. Hmm. So I, Beamer Ball, huh? Okay. I just I just find this incredible. I mean, Oregon sits at twenty third, and they're probably they're, they're going to be a top ten team. I, I truly believe that Bo Nix in the Pac twelve is going to be really good. It's relative. Clemson is at four, y'all. Clemson, what have they done? Maybe they got a quarterback. Or, or maybe they didn't. <laughs> That's what it is. They don't have a quarterback. So there you go. Notre Dame at five. I I just. What, I, what I just, metrics go into this? I, I do, don't, do we know? So the football power index, it's it's kind of like a an expected points margin uh, versus an opponent on a neutral field. Okay. So they they're saying that Alabama would beat Ohio State, who is number two in this, by six-tenths of a point on a neutral field. Okay. That's that's how this – they feel like they could beat anybody or or 20, 29 points is their expected margin of victory on average for their schedule on a neutral field of all their points. Football Power Index is a predictive rating system developed by ESPN that measures team strength and uses it to forecast game and season results. Each team's FPI rating is composed of predictive offensive, defensive, and special teams values as measured by a function of expected points added. That rating is the basis for FPI's game level and season level predictions. Uh, projections. Excuse me. So it so it weighs heavy, or, or at least appears your opponent. Mm-hmm. If you've got a soft schedule, you're probably going to win big, and therefore your power ranking is going to be higher. Yes, but no, to some degree. Uh, so Alabama is number one. Uh huh. They have three of the top five most difficult games in, according to the power index. They've got Texas, Auburn, and uh, Ole Miss. Those are the three. Those are the first, third, and fifth most mm-hmm. difficult games of like, for Alabama for, for strength of schedule. For strength of schedule. Yeah, the top five toughest games of the year across college football. They've got three of the top five because <laughs> they got to go. They got to go to Texas. They got to go to uh, not not to Auburn. They they have Auburn at home. To Ole Miss, and there's one other one that they have that they've got to go on the road. So I I mean it's. Alabama's got probably the toughest schedule of any. Uh, they have a sixteen point four percent chance of going undefeated, whereas Ohio State has a thirty two point five percent chance of going undefeated. 
And Georgia has a 20% chance. What's Clemson? You mentioned them at four. 15. 15%. Okay. Well, you see how weak the ACC is, and maybe that has a lot to do with Clemson being where they are because they still have athletes. And But it's it's just it's remarkable that you can sit here and try to tell me that Florida is going to be a better football team in any way, shape, or form than Tennessee. Now, will they beat Tennessee in September? Probably. Uh, for whatever reason, if, well, when you Tennessee, just have to continue to expect Florida to beat Tennessee until till they it don't. doesn't happen. And, you know, it just it, it seems like every time Tennessee plays Florida in the end of the year, good things tend to happen. Right. When you play them in the first three weeks of the season, it's not when, so much. When is that not game? So much. This year? It's typically. Uh, you know what? I'm not. Sh- hold on. I will tell you because. It's not. It's not in September. It's not the first. It, 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 that's right. They play Florida. It is in September. It's just, yeah, it's the same time. It's always okay. usually around my birthday. What's so the third week of the season? It's week four. So, week four. Usually week four. Okay. It's always right around my birthday, and this year it is, in fact, the 23rd. And our anniversary. <clears throat> yes, and this show's anniversary. <laughs> so, it's still trash can juice. Don't try to tell me it's ridiculous. Anyway, come back and talk to us on Tuesday. We've got, uh, we'll, we'll definitely have Chip Walters with us. So, when and and we will hopefully have some other great guests. We'll let you know who it's going to be between now and then. And uh, whoever it is, they will be very compelling. Oh, I, I mean, because they wouldn't be here. Otherwise. They wouldn't be on the show otherwise. So, yeah. JP, mm-hmm. good job. We did it. We made it to the end of the week. Yes, we did. So, Yes, we did. All in one piece. Again, 2 o'clock on Tuesday, we will return a – we will try to have something for you. Exciting on Monday. We're going to try to give you something just to, you know, to get you through your Monday. Just to wet the palate. Just just to get you ready for Tuesday. Our charcuterie board of sports news and information. Exactly. So a little sausage and cheese basket Mm -hmm. a la one of our favorite spots. That's right. Yep. So y'all come back with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hold the pickles for Mo. <laughs> yeah, hold the pickles. <laughs> right, give give Mo, give most pickles to Chris. There you That's go. what we do. But anyway, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us for JP. I'm Chris. Y'all Mo. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend.